What's up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew, coming to you with the Founders Journal. Dramatic pause. Founders Journal is my daily diary made public for the world in audio format that talks about the most interesting parts of my day behind the scenes at Morning Brew. As always, we are joined by Josh Kaplan, who asks questions, pushes the buttons, and pushes the conversation further. Today is going to be a little bit of a strange episode. We're going to be talking about 10Ks and rabbit holes. Let's go into it. Well, this all started because we started the test for the paid product. So congrats to you and Ashna for, for continuing along with the process. Thank you. Yeah, um, it's super exciting. We uh, were testing what potentially Morning Brew's paid uh, membership could look like. Um, there are a few different topics and directions we can go. I don't want to speak before the test is over, but basically, irrespective of what direction we go, it is going to have some aspect of business strategy to it. And so that that got me in the mood to put on my own uh, strategic business hat. And so I decided yesterday at 9.30 p.m., uh, because there's nothing better to do, to tear down a 10K for the first time in like five years. When I was at Michigan um, as a student, I was in a few investment clubs where I had to do this practice of tearing down financial statements and pitching a stock, but I haven't done that since then. And to me, <clears throat> to me this like exploration of the inner workings of a business through their financial statements, for whatever reason, got me really jazzed up last night. And so I spent about an hour and a half going through the financial statements of AT&T. I picked a business at random. The only, I guess the only parameter was being in the media industry. Yeah. And I'll explain why I hate the fact that they're a media company if we get there. I think, I, I mean, some people listening might know that I also went to Michigan and we have a similar education from Ross, undergrad business majors. Yep. Like saying that you just like popped open a 10K for most other people probably sounds super intimidating. But I think one thing I take for granted yeah. from my education is that it doesn't sound that intimidating. And we read through all a lot of these, whether it was like in clubs or classes. And just before this, you're like this term. And I was like, I think I know what that means. And I only have context clues to help me in a couple of years of education, but yeah, they seem so intimidating. Most stuff is actually self-explanatory once you start talking it through. And I feel like that's like what we've been doing with Morning Brewer. It's just like, oh, you just like talk it out and all of a sudden it's there. It's like not this elusive and gross 10K document that you can't even tear open. Yeah. I mean, so a hundred percent, I would say I actually was pretty intimidated going into this because, you know, I, I understand business. I generally, you know, at the most superficial level, understand financial statements. I, if you showed me line items like accounts receivable, uh, you know, bad debt, like I would be able to explain what those are. But when you're looking at the financial statements for a, what, what was AT&T's most recent value? AT&T market cap. Let's see. For a $216 billion company that has so many lines of business is an incredibly daunting task. And what I realized in going through this exercise is if I want this to be like a collaborative and exploratory thing where I'm truly going down the rabbit hole, it literally can go on forever. Like I actually think this could be a project that goes on for a full year just going through the financials of this business. But I also, part of my reason for doing this is I want to find ways to make business fun. And I would argue that the financial statements, the quarterly financials for a telecom and media company sounds pretty damn dry. 
yet it is such a massive business that impacts so many people that is on the forefront of technological innovation like 5G. Why is it so dry and shitty? And it's funny, something that I had tweeted yesterday that like kind of kicked off my crusade into how to make this interesting and more approachable is I was listening to the earnings call for the second quarter for AT&T. And it was the head of investor relations. And then it was the CEO, John Stanky. And it literally was the most dry, like uh, scripted summary of the company's uh, financials such that I had tweeted about like, there should be a podcast playlist with bedtime music and then the them talking overlaid. And it'd be the perfect thing to, for you to be out cold by the third mention of capital allocation. And so I started diving into this. And so what I thought would be interesting is one, to document this experience, not just through Founders Journal, but I also plan on making it into a tweet thread, but kind of also just show people this collaborative rabbit hole discovery, if you want to call it that. So maybe what I'll do is I'll just share a little bit of like the experience of going through their financials and you respond to it. Okay, nerd. Cool. Let's do it. Let's nerd out. Um, so first of all, I pulled up, I went to AT&T's website and there are all these different filings. There was a 10Q, there was an investor presentation. And so first of all, I went to the 10Q, that's the quarterly financial reports, includes, it's basically, how many pages is this? It's a nice website. It's very well laid out. Yeah, so it's 65 pages, starts with an income statement, then it goes into the balance sheet, then I believe it goes into the uh, cash flow statement or statement of cash flows. By the way, again, this was very daunting for me. And other than understanding what the three financial statements are, there is very little depth of knowledge that I have. And the long story short is in the hour and a half last night that I spent going through this, I basically made it down three lines of the income statement on page one. So what I will say that I learned is AT&T breaks out their revenue into basically two main buckets service and equipment. The service business did $37 billion in revenue the last uh, three months. The equipment business, their hardware business, did $3.9 billion in revenue in the last three months. That means their service business is responsible for 90% of revenue. And so that led me down my own rabbit hole, which was what is bucketed into service revenue, given there clearly are more than two lines of business at AT&T. What I found fascinating in looking for this is one, like how hard it was to actually find that information. But the other thing that was fascinating to me is there is no good place to understand the lines of business and business uh, models of companies. Like how, how is there just not a place that tells me what are AT&T's lines of businesses? What are AT&T's, what is AT&T's business model or multiple business models? Like for me to find this, I still actually haven't figured out the answer. All I have figured out is I went further down in this presentation and I saw the breakout of revenue for their service business, which is now broken into like 10 other things. There is, so there, I, I basically Apple F'd for equipment, see what equipment revenue was. And it took me to page 19 of the financial statements. And basically there's this whole breakout of now a whole nother subset of businesses, which they refer to as communications businesses. Under that is mobility, entertainment group, business wireline, Warner Media, Turner, Home Box Office, Warner Brothers, Latin America, Vrio, and more things. And so to me, you can look at this in two ways. 
One is you could be like, this is the most daunting thing ever. I am two lines into a company's financial statements and now I've opened up a Pandora box of 13 different lines of business, which probably could be like a lesson on its own, like a full night of just learning about Warner Media. I see it as like an incredible opportunity to like nerd out on business models with people. But it also made me realize like how inaccessible just understanding the base, like every human being in my mind should be able to easily say, this Fortune 500 company, Home Depot, this is how they make money. This is their lines of business. AT&T, this is how they make money. This is their lines of business. And I, at least in my search so far, I haven't found anything that does that. You think the company should be obligated to explain it in an accessible way? I, I mean, at the end of the day, if retail investors are spending their money becoming shareholders in those companies, yes, I do. And to me, it actually should be a significantly easier task than a 65-page report of financials. I don't, know. I don't know if that's where companies should be putting effort. Like, that's like maybe from a retail investment perspective, sure, but that's why there's like a whole community of investment content to do it. Like, it, like if the if AT and T did it for themselves, then what you're trying to do would not be needed. And I actually no, I I disagree with what I just said. What I feel more passionately about is that the ability to make numbers look differently based on how you put them on a graph or how you write them in a sentence. I don't trust the company themselves to do it in an honest way, and there should be a third party that is transmitting that information from income from the three financial statements that are very hard to manipulate. Like you can't make that look any different than the truth. Yeah, I again. I just don't understand at their core, every business, like it's, yes, businesses are complex, but there should be a simple way to describe any business. And right now, if you were to ask me, where can I go to understand what AT&T is as a business? I couldn't tell you where I would go. Yes, they, yeah, correct. And it, well, for we're using AT&T, which I think is a very interesting example, but you go to other companies like- Let's say Ford. Well, Ford sells cars. You know, all right, maybe you can't see it on a piece of paper that Ford sells cars and makes money, but I'm thinking more about companies that are a bit more behind the scenes with how they make money and they might sell your data. So you go to a credit card company, American Express, how do you make money? Membership fees. Membership fees are what? Probably 15% of their revenue. Like what they really make money from is interest payments and selling your data and XYZ, that is not what you think is the $150 charge you pay to have a platinum card every year, $200 charge. Like they don't want that to be incredibly obvious. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think honestly, where we are in the conversation is kind of like my exact hope and point with doing this exercise. Like I would actually encourage us and other people to find like the most dense, the, the most untouchable content and touch it because I think like beneath the untouchable is like there is a ton of just like gold to latch onto to foster smart conversation to go deeper but also to potentially create better content that actual human beings on planet earth can digest um and so to me it's like the the possibilities are infinite of using this one document from one quarter of a single fortune 500 company to potentially act as the jet fuel for smart nerdy business conversa conversation for the next several months I'm right there with you. Let's let's make it happen. Yeah, I'm here for it. <laughs> when the, talk, the, the talk show, the second podcast is going to be very similar to this too. We're, we're all hovering around the same ideas. Yep, for sure. I, I appreciate your support as always. Thank you everyone for listening to the Founders Journal. This was a, a wacky episode, but the, the takeaway is this. I would encourage you 
to actually read through a company's 10K. You're not going to get through the whole thing. A ton of it is not going to make sense. I am two lines into AT&Ts and my brain is about to explode, but I think it is going to actually naturally act as like jet fuel to your own curiosity and go in with a lens of knowing that there's going to be a lot of stuff you don't know. And I think it'll be a really fulfilling experience. I heard a rumor that Austin is starting to write Morning Brews 10K for this year. So if enough people DM him, then maybe he'll leak it and build in public. Yeah, if, if everyone... Uh, hits up my co-founder, Austin, potentially the Morning Brew 10K will be revealed at a future date. Well, anyway, this took a turn. Thank you everyone for listening to the Founders Journal. I'm Alex Lieberman, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Catch you tomorrow. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.